What Radio, the music you want. With your host, Steve Dan. Friendless, brainless, helpless, hopeless. RadioWhat.com What's up, party people? It's Keys Dan with RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming to you live in a living color from the Radio What Studios. And this is my podcast, What Makes You Famous. It's an extension of the RadioWhat.com internet radio station that I've been running for quite some time. And if you need DJ services, where do you go? DJLittleRock.com. Let me say it again. DJLittleRock.com. Check availability, get a free price quote, and maybe you can have me. Keys Dan at your next event. I like to party with the people. Today on the program, Misty Hearts Cosplay. Very excited to talk to this cosplayer. Been following her on Facebook and Instagram and just checking out her stuff. She's uh, got got some skills, I tell you. She's got skills. Misty Hearts Cosplay. You got to listen to her in your ears in the next few minutes. Uh, this week's shows, let's see, I have two public shows this week i'll be at the old post barbecue in russellville arkansas on thursday night for the video dance party karaoke jam it's family friendly so bring everybody it's a great after school treat it's a great after work treat they got the best barbecue in town far as i'm concerned and they got frosty beverages for the adults in case you care to imbibe but you know i keep the music family friendly for the people Come on out to the Old Post Barbecue Thursday night from 6 p.m. until 9 in the p.m. And then on Friday, Friday, we get down on Friday over at the Rab in Conway, Arkansas. That's my usual Friday night gig. It starts at 8 p.m. until 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning, pretty close to 2 in the morning. And that's the that one is an over 21 adults only club they got the full bar the kitchen the pool tables there's a tournament a pool tournament that goes on every friday night uh, so if you want to make some money while you're hanging out on a friday night at the rab i encourage you talk to jimmy and uh, he'll help you get into the pool tournament and if you know angles you might uh, you might just be a winner everyone's a winner over at the rab come on outside on the party patio they got uh, i say outside it's covered it's a covered patio. They got the foosball and shuffleboard and darts, giant Jenga game, checkers. There's always something to do while you're waiting to sing on stage and be the star of the show with little old me right there at the Rab. Yeah, karaoke time. Oh, it's always a good time. So Thursday night at the Old Post Barbecue, 6 to 9, and then Friday night at the Rab in conway arkansas the old post is over in russellville arkansas and then the rab is in conway arkansas uh, from 8 p.m until almost two in the am uh all right let's get into it with misty hearts cosplay kind of excited to talk to her calling misty hearts cosplay now Misty Hearts Cosplay, please. This is her. See, I don't know whether to call you Misty or Hearts. Oh, just cosplay. call me Misty. <laughs> Play Misty for Misty. me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, this is obviously Keys Dan from the What Makes You Famous podcast. How's your day? All right. It's all right. How are you? Ah, oh, super duper. All right. Uh, now, you're on the show, and uh, give the people a little idea of what a Misty Hearts cosplay is. All right. So, I am basically a plus-size cosplayer who was born and raised in the Chicago suburbs, and I hope to spread the mission of body positivity through cosplay and just the whole belief that cosplay is for everyone. Yeah, well, I'm a bigger person. I like to cosplay somewhat. I have an original cosplay, uh, and uh, I've always been a bigger person. Well, I can't say always. There was a time that I, I lost weight after after school. I, I wanted to be a firefighter, so I, I ended up losing some weight. Now, you, you're promoting body positivity. Have you always been a big girl? Uh, not, not 
always mm-hmm. like when I was younger, I was more of like a skinnier person. Yeah. But then like, like around the time I started like high school, like I started showing like symptoms of like depression and finally like I find myself like eating more because like I thought that was like the only way for me to cope. And then that's how I got like bigger. Like I'm like working on losing the weight, but it's just going to be like a journey that will take a lot of time. Yeah. I mean, let's face it, Misty. Food tastes good. Uh, food is delicious. <laughs> I like food. I like food as much as anybody. I remember, you know, as a young lad, I was I was uh, called fat butt. Hey, fat butt. That was like, that, that's the one I remember the most. And, and, and you know, uh, uh, I would come home and I would say, Mom, the kids call me fat butt. And she'd say, uh, yeah, that's fine. Clean your plate. <laughs> it kind of sounds like a joke, but I don't think it is for real because I I believe that to be a real a real uh, memory in my head. So Misty, yeah. and and I'll keep calling you Misty. I, I know that's probably not your not your real name, not your God given name. Uh, tell me a little bit about you growing up. I mean, uh, as a as a child in the Chicago suburbs, uh, the Chicago way. <laughs> So, for, like, the first half of my childhood, I was raised by a single mom with not just myself, but I had two other siblings. Huh. So, Boys it was or just girls? a single mom. Brothers or sisters? Older brother, twin sister. Older brother, twin sister. There's two of you. Yeah. Is that twice the fun? Uh, twice the chaos. <laughs> Well, hey, and you say a single mom. I I had a single mom for quite a bit of my life, and that's a very special thing. Did was mom out of the house a lot? Did she have to work? Uh, was she? I mean, how, how was it? I mean, growing up with with a single mom, and and I know you you have hindsight, but at the time, if you could imagine yourself as as nine year old Misty, as ten year old Misty, even five year old Misty, how did you feel with mom? You know, how, how, how did mom, how, how did you feel about mom's upbringing? Anyway, you being up brought by a single mom. Well, things were a little hard. I mean, my mom did work a lot and my grandparents were literally like my second set of parents mm-hmm. because my mom had to work and make sure like she would be able to like take care of like us. Did you live with the grandparents? Everybody lived in the same house? Well, the grandparents still live separately, but they would, like, come over and watch us, or we'd go over to their house. So they live pretty close? Maybe, like, 20, 30 minutes. Okay. Well, it was nice that she had, at least, she had that uh, that support system that could help her out a little bit. So you, she, you didn't know anything about your dad uh, growing up, in the beginning at least? I did know about him. I didn't know who he was. And honestly, I'm just glad that he wasn't, like, really in my mom's life. Oh. He wasn't, like, there for, like, anyone, like, the family. So so you don't have yeah, good like, feelings really, about like, that? No. Okay. Well, that that sort of shapes your life and and what brings you to where you are today. You would get a little idea of how Misty came to be. So... What were you into as a young child in school? Were you a good kid in school, at least? You and the sister and then the older older brother, I guess it was, you said? Well, up until, like, I settled at, like, the grade school that I went to, like, it was very, like, complicated for me because I was, like, going from, like, school to school to school. How did that and happen? Then, like, were for- you moving from place to place? No. Just... I didn't know, like, what teachers had, like, the right, like, educational needs for, like, my sister and I. Okay. Was there and then, some some kind of a, <laughs> a, of an, a difficulty? A little bit. How so? So, my sister, like, was diagnosed with autism. Mm-hmm. And a lot of schools, like, in our district had, like, the programs that, like, she needed. I see. Uh-huh. So, I just ended up going to, like, the, like, schools that she would go to, 
But like I would do like the morning stuff, she would do the afternoon. Right. Then first grade, my mom decided to like let me go to like the school that I was technically supposed to go to. Oh, okay. Like the, in your district. Yeah, like like where like the border like told like my brother to go. That's where like I went for like first grade, but then we moved. Hmm. Well, people that are, aren't in big cities don't have these options. A lot of people that live in rural places, maybe they'll have one school available. But you being in the Chicago area, you probably had many schools from which to choose. And I'm, I'm glad that you at least had that option to find the one that was the best fit for you. Uh, did you finally find the best school that was the best fit for you? Well, I did, like, enjoy the school I went to for first grade, but then, like, we moved to, like, where, like, I live now. Okay. But I still finished first grade, like, at that school, and then second grade, I started at, like, the school that, like, the, like, address I was, like, I'm at, like, assigned me to. Mm-hmm. Okay. And how long, how, how, how long ago was that, that you were in school, and, and what was the, uh, what was your experience with the new school? Did you have trouble, or was it okay? Did you have friends? So, when I started at that new school, like, it was when I was in second grade. Mm-hmm. Like, I was, like, picked on for, like, being that weird, like, new kid, because, like, I had no idea, like, what was going on. I didn't know who anyone was. Like, I was just that girl who would rather sit in the corner and just do nothing, like, involving, like, anyone Huh. And how did you break out of that? It, 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 how did you escape from from that reality? Uh, it took a long time. <laughs> but then, like, fifth grade. <laughs> yeah, fifth grade, like, I did join, like, our production club. Like, that was at the grade school. What's a production club? So, pretty much my grade school had its own, like, news channel. Oh, cool. <laughs> And what did you do for them? So we basically rotated like different roles that we would do, like whether it's like on, like on, like ah, I can't word. Sorry, <laughs> whether it's like behind the scenes or like in front of the camera. Oh, okay, cool. So you had you had a closed a closed circuit TV of some kind. Yeah. So. We had, like, the full, like, techni- like, the technicalities, like, all that, like, set up, and we were able to, like, broadcast on every TV in the school. That's so cool. And was that something that you did every morning in homeroom or, 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 or for announcements and things like that? Yeah, that was, like, what we did for, like, the announcements and all that. That is neat as can be. I've seen that on TV. I watch the Disney Channel sometimes, and and I, I see them making morning announcements. I don't think that we ever had that in my school. I, I think that is fantastic. So what was your favorite part of the job? What jobs did you do uh, in second grade learning a little broadcasting, uh, Misty? I didn't learn broadcasting until fifth grade. <laughs> okay, fifth grade. Gotcha. And that was when you had the, the closed-circuit TV thing? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so what what did you learn? Uh, what what was your your area of expertise when you were in that class? So I had like already like experiences with like the jobs. Like there would be like days where I would be the person that would be providing the script for like the people who would be like on like camera. Uh huh. Then there'd be, there'd be days where I would be working on, like, the technical stuff, like, transitioning from, like, the, like, main, like, announce, like, the main, like, news students and, like, the sports and other people. That and there'd be a few occasions where I would actually, like, be, like, in front of the camera myself. That is pretty neat. So did you make any friends doing this while you were in the broadcasting uh, ex- uh, part of your life? So from, from second to fifth, you were the weird girl. And you, did you talk to anybody? Or is this something that you had I to tried slowly build friends, into? Oh, okay. But I would always, like, it would always like, backfire on me. Like, I would always like, feel like awkward. Oh, well, what was your outlet but before before fifth grade when you got into the broadcasting? Did you watch a lot of cartoons? Were you into comic books or or what was your your thing? 
I actually started doing gymnastics around then. Wow, gymnastics. And how, did you excel in that? Was that something that was fun for you? Yeah, like, it, like I felt, like, really accepted, like, doing it, and, like, it really bothered me, like, push myself to, like, actually, like, try something new, like, take a risk and whatnot. Yeah. So what did you like to do in gymnastics? And this was this was second grade? I started in, yeah, like, late second grade. Wow. <laughs> who, who got you into that? Was that something that your mom said? you know, we got a couple extra bucks, let's go to gymnastics. Or was that a program that was uh, available uh, to people that, well, <laughs> that were struggling maybe? <laughs> you know, I'm I'm, I'm projecting. I, I don't know how, how well off Just you were I. with the single mama. Yeah, like, I would always, like, remember, like, watching, like, gymnastics competitions and uh, just be like, hey, like, I want to try that. And you did. So you balance beamed, yeah. you, you somersaulted, did you backflips? What, what was your thing? I did everything. Cool. <laughs> That's pretty cool. As, and uh, how long did you do that? I kept it up until, like, my junior year of high school. Wow. So you you got staying power. You stayed with it that whole time. That's great. How far did it take you? I mean, did it? Did you go into any competitions or did you win any awards or or did, and did yeah. you make any friends doing gymnastics? I'm sure there's teams, yeah. right? Yeah, there are teams. Like, I was able to make a lot of new friends. I went to, like, different competitions. I even went to, like, a couple that are, like, out of state. That's great. Well, that's good. You build camaraderie. You have teamwork. That, that shows you're, you know, the type of person that you are. Uh, do you still yep. f do you still keep in touch with any of your teammates? I do talk to them sometimes. Okay. And... Like, one of my coaches, she actually retired from coaching to focus on, like, her passion for education. Yeah. So, okay. So, like, I still keep in touch with her. And you did that to your junior year. What happened? What yeah. did you end up doing after junior year? That got you well, out I of this. My hmm? Yeah, so my commitments from high school, like, sophomore, junior, senior year of high school, like, I was on the, like, speech team. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's something. You say you were shyer at first, and and now you're on the speech team? What, what does the speech team yeah. do? So, I was roped into the speech team because my sophomore year of high school, my English teacher was actually the head coach. Yeah. And she was like, hey, why don't you like try this? I'm like, okay. So did she see something in you? You feel like you, you had, she felt like you had something that, that would be valuable to the speech team? Yeah, she saw something in me and told me to try out for it. So, like, I took the risk and I did it. And how did you feel? I thought it was, like, a really like, enjoyable thing I did. Cool, Misty. Like, cool. I enjoyed, like, the entire experience. All right, all right. Uh, so uh, what year did you graduate high school? 2014. 2014. Oh, young lass. <laughs> I'm very much older than you. <laughs> but that's fantastic. All right. So we're getting into it with Misty Hearts cosplay. And I know I'm resetting like if as if I'm on a radio station, which I did many, many years. So <laughs> I wish I'd have had that in high school like you did where you had broadcasting experience. Did that take you anyplace else? How far did you go in your broadcasting arena in, in, from fifth grade? The broadcasting stuff was only really in grade school. Gotcha. Like, my junior high, I like, didn't really have that. Oh. And the other did like high school. But you went through gymnastics all the way through. That's fantastic. Any other areas of endeavors that you were uh, interested in, Miss Misty, until we get out of high school? I was always active in, like, the music and the theater programs. Wow. What so, you do with them? Like, I was in band. I was in, like, our school's, like, magical troupe, which is, like, renaissance, like, music. What? What did you play? I was actually, oh, in band, I, I did clarinet mainly. <gasps> you still play? Oh, 
little bit here and there. Please don't lose it. Don't lose that clarinet. <laughs> I'm not saying that you can be in a band or anything if you, unless you want to be. But, oh, don't lose it. And I, I wish I had to learn how to play an instrument in school. Don't lose it. Uh, so you still have your clarinet. It's somewhere. <laughs> it's somewhere. She doesn't play it that often. That's what you're leading me to believe, Misty. <laughs> uh, my job just has me too busy to play. <laughs> I got you. I got you. All right. So uh, you, you go through high school, and then you say you were in a Renaissance band. What is that? So we just performed like different like Renaissance music. Yeah, and so, did you like, have the dancers have... that that danced around like the Renaissance with their with I guess very formal dancing? Well, every year high school would have a magical dinner. So, like we have like the dancing, like all the music, like everything. What's a magical dinner? So, it's basically a dinner that's available for everyone where, like, we perform, like, our Renaissance stuff that we have, like, performed in the year. And we also do, like, holiday things. Well, going back to the beginning, uh, you know, I like the food. Well, what, what kind of food do they serve at a magical dinner? Huh, let's see if I even remember, like... <laughs> I'm thinking big turkey legs, like King King Henry or something like that, and you know, giant, it's lots of uh, food that you eat with your hands. A am I right? Oh, uh, we have those giant turkey legs at the fair that we perform at every year. <laughs> All right, now I want a turkey leg. Hmm, I like <laughs> food. <laughs> yeah, like we did like three main things with the troop. Yeah. So. The first weekend of October, we perform at a Renaissance Fair, where, yes, we have those giant turkey legs. That's cool. And then, like, December would be the dinner. Uh-huh. And then, like, that month, we would also perform at Symphony Hall in Chicago. Oh, that sounds big. How many people were you performing in front of there? Around, like, a couple hundred. Ooh. Like, so they, they would have, like, different performers, like, spread across like the entirety of the building and they would perform like before like their like welcome yule show as well as like intermission wow how'd that make you feel performing in front of hundreds of people i thought it's very intimidating because like <laughs> when my group performed like we are like in the main lobby area <laughs> how many people were in so your we band so the troupe, if you include like the singers, the actors, and their quarters, yeah, there was about twenty of us. Ooh, see, that's not many. That's not many. It, 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 you got, when you perform together, you can kind of share the intimidation, the fear, and if there's yeah. not that many, your your piece of the fear can still be big. And did you you felt a little intimidated performing in front of so many people? Yeah, like, well, not like the amount of people, just like the place you're in. Yeah, it sounds big. Chicago Symphony. I mean, that sounds like pre a prestigious place. <laughs> it sounds it huge really to me. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Chicago is a musical town anyway. Yeah. I, I haven't had the pleasure of getting up there. I haven't spent a lot of time north of the Mason-Dixon. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I said that with a southern drawl, even though I'm from Miami, and I transplanted to Conway, Arkansas. So, <laughs> But uh, you've been in Chicago in the area your whole life. Uh, did you travel any when you, uh, when you were younger? Only for like vacations, which were very seldom. Yes, yes. So the single mama situation, I mean, did, did that, did that change at all? Did, did mom, you know, find a, find a mate after a while? Yeah. She remarried when I was in third grade and they've been together since then. Hooray. Stepdad treats you right? Yeah. He treats me well. That's good. That's good. Hey, I mean, that could go either way. <laughs> as long as she's treats, is he's treating uh, your mama right. And that's a that's a probably the most important thing because eventually you'll get out of the house and uh, and and he'll they'll have each other and that's good. I'm glad that she found somebody. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, are you still living at home? Yeah, I still live at home. Like 
Mainly because, like, where I work is, like, right by, like, where I live. Well, that's convenient. All right, so af- after high school, oh, you said you were in drama? Did you do any, any plays in school? Yeah, like, I did, like, a lot of the stuff, like, behind the scenes. Like, I did, like, the costuming and the makeup. That uh, was mainly like, my freshman year as well as, like, my sophomore year. That's, uh... But yeah, like... Yeah, that's starting to lay the foundation on what you do right now, today. <laughs> <laughs> So you did a lot of yeah. costuming, costuming for other people or, or only for yourself or, or for how, others. Wow. How many costumes do you think you, you've made over, uh, over your course, over the course of your school life and for drama and things? I put together about like 50 costumes. Wow. Were you sewing them together? You, you yourself are going and buying pieces. It's like a mix of both. Yeah. Oh, so what What do you get more satisfaction out of, buying the right piece or finding the right piece on the shelf or making it yourself on your own, on your very own sewing machine? So, like, the luckiest finds ever, like, what do you find at, like, at a thrift shop? Yeah. So, like, that's, like, a really, like, satisfying feeling for me because it's just, like, oh, like, you see, like, the same that, like, meant a lot to, like, someone else. And then it's just, like, passed down to, like, a thrift shop. And now it's in, like, your possession. Wow. And you find that that just the right piece to go with that outfit for that situation. So what kind of plays did you put on? So it was, like, a mix of, like, a lot of different things. Like, we have, like, two plays that we did, like, every year. And then we also have, like, a musical we would do. Wow. A musical, too. So are, are you a singer? Yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's very telling. Uh, tell me more. Like, I mostly did, like, choir, like, through, like, my church and, like, everything. Like, well, like, all my music stuff was, like, with my church. Well, that's sweet. And, and at church, is that something that you're involved with often or since you were young or... Or, or is that something that you still do? Well, I am, like, stepped back from my church because there have been, like, some chaotic things, like, happening with it, so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, uh, okay, so w- what kind of uh, what kind of religion were you practicing as a young lass? I was born and raised a Catholic. I was born a Catholic. Now I'm American. You know, you grow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but I, I did. I went to Catholic school. Did you end up going to Catholic school at all? I did not do like Catholic school, but I did go to like religion classes like once a week. Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, what do, what do you think you took away from that? Did it help? Well, I did make a few like friends that like meant a lot to me. Oh, that's great. The fellowship. That's that's what I miss. And yes, I've stepped back away from the church myself uh, for for numerous reasons. <laughs> but yes, the fellowship <laughs> is what I miss the most. You know, finding people that were generally nice. And I think as long as you're nice to people, that's probably a, a good thing. And and you could find a lot of nice people at church for the most part. That's, at least that's been my experience. Well, cool. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so a- after high school, uh, you've done, you did, a few plays well, well before that but what kind of plays what were your what were the uh the, what were the productions that you were uh putting together the classics or yeah like it'd be like like sometimes we do like shakespeare sometimes we would do different like classic plays shakespeare our musicals. He, he did about what yeah. the, a bunch of plays what, what were the ones that you remember the most my freshman year like we actually did like a play that was like a mashup of like a lot of like Shakespeare's like famous like plays that he's like written. A mashup, wow! Your, yeah, your drama teacher must have been uh, really into that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so like it was, it was like a lot of like the plays, but like they made it like modernish and it just made it hilarious. Well, I know. Well, back in the in the nineties, there was the. The version of Romeo and Juliet with Leonardo DiCaprio that was kind of a, a modernized version. Instead of swords, they used guns that said "sword" on the side. And, and was that what you were what you were doing, or or was it something different? 
No, like we didn't do like that version of Romeo and Juliet. Like we just kept it like the like original. Did you talk uh, old English or, or more modern? It was old English. Yeah, because that's the part that I think might turn. I mean, the the plays themselves. If you if you really look into it. It, they, I mean, there's a reason that they're classics. They're they're fantastic. Uh, you know, Shakespeare was a genius, no doubt. But the old English exactly. would turn a, a lot of people off, including myself. Sometimes the they and the the thou and the and you know just ah, speak English, speak our English. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of throws some people off. But I know that you know you you have to be classically trained. You know, if you want to get anywhere, you have to know that and then, and then you know, find your own path. So you've had some, some training as an actress, I guess, and even the behind the scenes. Did you do any of the acting? Yeah, like I actually was casted in one play when I was in high school. And what were you? Brag. So my junior year of high school, we did All in the Timing. What's that? So pretty much, you have like these like short plays. They're called vignettes, uh-huh. and we combine them into like one giant play. Uh huh. So, with me being like the musical person that I am, like they put me in like one of the more like challenging plays that like, well, the challenging vignettes that we had, and that really like required you to like know like rhythm, like everything like that. Well, cool. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now, all in the timing. It's a collection of one-act plays by the American playwright David Ives. It was written between 87 and 93, and it had its premiere off-Broadway in 93. So it was a big production. Uh, I mean, that sounds pretty cool. Uh, How many, let's see, it says a collection of six plays, and it could be updated to 14. Uh, How many plays did you do? So, I was only in one of them, but we did seven of the plays. That is pretty cool. And you did some singing, and did you do any dancing? Well, only, like, as a kid, I did ballet and tap. Yes. I, I, like, stopped that because, like, it didn't really, like, interest me that much anymore. Okay. Okay. Well, cool. Misty Hearts Cosplay. And I'll keep saying that so people remember who you are. <laughs> all right, let's get out of high school. All right, where did you go? Um, you, you you're in college now, uh, as far as I could see. Uh, what are you studying? Well, was in college. What's that? But yeah, was I'm taking a break because of financial reasons. Oh, I got you. I got you. Well, what do you want to be when you grow up? So I really like when I get back to school. Like if I like get like stable enough financially to go back to school. Uh huh. I really want to like focus on like communications and photography. Ooh, cool! Communications. Now you got my number and photography for that matter. I took a, uh, an ASVAB test when I was in school, and it said I should be a photographer or a beautician. I guess I play oh, wow. on people's vanity. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I like to uh, see the best in people. So photography and beautician, they want to make people look and feel their best. Right. <laughs> Is that something that you appeal to or, or am I just projecting? Uh, photography, like it was, it was just like a hobby of mine that like, I developed because a few summers ago I went to Costa Rica. Yeah. And I would just be like the person like taking pictures for the family. Well, I'm living vicariously through you. I've never been to Costa Rica. How was that? We went like end of July, beginning of August. It was quite hot. <laughs> Did you do a lot of the beach stuff? The 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 parties, or was it more of a laid back vacation? It was like a tour thing. But yeah, like we stayed in like San Jose. We went to the Arenal, like hot springs. Uh huh. Then we went to over like Van Valentonio. And that's you and the family, you and your 
your mom and siblings, mom, dad, mom's uh, cool stepdad? It was my grandma, my mom, my baby sister, and myself. Oh, wait. Where'd the other sister come from? Baby sister? Uh, that was your twin? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Where'd the baby come from? Up. Fourth grade, like that's when she was born. Oh, we didn't even talk about her. Hey, great. You got a baby sister. Excellent. <laughs> so cool. Uh, so the family's get got bigger <laughs> by one. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So did when you first went to college, were you doing communications and, and photography? No, like I started off doing music education. Okay. What'd you get out of that? I took a, I took the music classes, and then I realized it wasn't like really for me. <laughs> you know, I've spoken no, to I a did. lot of musicians on this podcast, and a lot of them, some of them, well, I'd say the majority of them don't even read music, and and they kind of learn from tabs and and some kind of numeric system, and they really just want to get into doing what they do. The musical theory is boring to uh, the majority of them. Is that what you found? Yeah. Yeah. Very boring. <laughs> I mean, yes, I know. Those people way back when, there's a reason that we still hear their music at weddings and in elevators. They are classics for a reason. They're, the tones are, are wonderful uh, when you listen to uh, Beethoven and Chopin and, and uh, you know, Tchaikovsky and all these people. Yeah, I realize that there's a reason that their their songs stay, uh, took the, the test of time. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, learning about them so much, really. It, it's it's kind of boring. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to agree. All right, so Misty, Misty Hearts, Misty Hearts cosplay. Uh, yeah, I, could, I, I know that you, you did some sewing in school and you made some costumes in school, but uh, you got into costumes when? For real. What are you doing these days? So, I got into cosplaying around, like, 2015, 2016, so not that long ago. Okay. How'd that happen? So, I was in a relationship that was very toxic. Oh, okay. And, like, very, like, abusive, like, towards me. Verbally or, or yeah. physically? Both. Yikes. Yeah, nobody should yeah, have to go through bad. that. It was very bad. Yeah. So this uh, you're doing this in, in 2014 or and 2015. 2015 and and was uh was he into the cosplay or is this something you got into afterwards? Yeah, like he was like in like the convention scene like he mainly cosplayed as like the Joker or like different like wrestlers. Okay. Yeah, for, for, for those that don't know or, or haven't looked really into it, the Joker and Harley, they really don't have a great relationship. Nope. <laughs> Did you end up being his Harley? I never cosplayed Harley Quinn. Okay. <laughs> no Harley for you. All right, so uh, no. continue with your cosplay uh, beginnings. So, like, we were supposed to go to this convention together, but, like, he stole, like, the money that I was, like, using for, like, the hotel room. Oh. Yeah, so, like, he paid for the room, but he didn't let me, like, stay with him. Not cool. But yeah, like, I couldn't go to, like, the con for, like, the entirety of it because of that guy. But, like, I had, like, new people, like, just take me in under their wing once they, like, saw what happened. Uh-huh. Yeah, they pretty much, like, adopted me, like, into the cotton scene. Okay. Well, tell me yeah, more. Yeah, this is, like, So, this was before, like, I even, like, got my first ever cosplay. So, I was just, like, walking around in those, like, kigus that you see people wear. In the what? Like, like the onesies that people wear. <laughs> okay. And you were wearing a onesie. I can imagine you were, you were quite adorable in that. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of a onesie? Was it a character? It was actually a Charmander onesie. A Terminator? 
Charmander. Charmander. Okay, that makes more sense. That makes a lot more sense. <laughs> well, cool. All right. And what was your experience on that first? Uh, you would you consider that your your first cosplayer, or, or was there more? I wouldn't count as my first cosplay because, like, it was just me being comfy trying to like figure out <coughs> what a con is and how it works. Yeah, and was this a big con? This is a very small con, so it was a good place to start. Yeah. So, are you into the Pokemon? Yes and no. <laughs> She's wearing a Charmander. She must be a Pokemon fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I have, like, Castle Misty from Pokemon. Like, that's my first ever cosplay, fun fact. Well, that's why it's Misty Hearts? Yeah. Well, that's cool. And when was that first cosplay? Then was that a a cosplay that you built from scratch or was it something that was store bought or a little bit of both? Well, it was stuff I had like in my closet. Uh-huh. Like I had like the yellow top, I had the shorts. All I really had to do was like buy like the shoes. Very cool. And how did you feel when you went to a com- uh, a Comic-Con, which which con was this? It was Anime Central 2016. Am Amway? Ethan. Ethan. Asen. Asen. Sorry about that. My hearing is not You're so fine. good looking. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, so yeah, Asen is like the like one of the biggest conventions in the Midwest. Oh wow! So how did you feel going dressed up as, as Misty, going to a convention, and how did people treat you? I mean, people loved the cosplay. Like, I did see my ex there, and oh. he he always said, "Hey, you're too fat to cosplay Misty. All you can do is cosplay Snorlax because oh. you're so fat and ugly." Oh my word! Why? Why would he do that? <coughs> that is just yeah, dumb. He's a jerk. Well, I mean, the cosplay community, in my experience, is all loving. Is all people getting together and feeling good. I mean, you, you can call them geeks, you can call them nerds, what have you. But every time I go to a con, it's nothing but people that are that are enjoying themselves, having a good time, reading the comic books, looking at the characters that are walking by, taking pictures, uh, getting autographs from from their favorite artists, and what have you. What's your experience at the con with the with the people that are that are attending, notwithstanding your ex boyfriend? I I apologize, uh, you know, on behalf of men everywhere. <laughs> but you know, I, mean, I yeah. enjoyed myself. Like, I had a really good like experience at the convention. Well, cool. Do people come up to you and and want to get to know you and want to take a picture with you and? Yeah, like they would be asking me for pictures and like trying to like, get to know me. Well, that's cool. That's got to make you you feel good. You become that character. You're kind of an actress in that way. Uh, you know, I'm sure the the little kids coming up to you saying, "Oh, wow, Misty's my favorite." You'd be surprised at how many kids that actually know who Misty is. I believe you. I believe you. I have a 14-year-old myself, and she knows all these anime characters. <laughs> it's great, you know, and, and she schools me constantly, her, her 50-year-old dad. <laughs> and I, I'm learning from you, Misty, Misty Hart's cosplay, uh, about cosplay and the things, the characters that you like to play. So you did Misty, and what other characters do you like to play? Well, another favorite of mine that I really want to bring back is Lucy from Fairy Tale. And what's that? So, Fairy Tale is. Well, it's like an. Ah, uh, it's an anime that's like really hard to word because, like, that was like the first like anime I watched. Okay. So, it's basically following this character named Lucy, who is a celestial wizard. So. She uses, like, keys and summons, like, different, like, spirits. Mm-hmm. And she teams up with this character named Nats- Natsu. Uh, I cannot talk, sorry. <laughs> so Nat- 
Natsu is a like fire like dragon slayer. What? Okay. Well, I'm looking at a picture of, of Lucy Hartphilia. And, yep. you know, she's a character, a pro- protagonist, and created by H- Hiro Mashima. Uh, I hope I pronounced that name correctly. <laughs> uh, so, you're, this fairy tale, is that something that you're into? Uh, how did you get a hold of, of that uh, anime? I read the manga in high school, actually. Manga. How did you get a hold of manga? How did you get into manga in high school? The school library had it. Yeah. So was that your escape in high school when things were getting you down? You you go off and you read a comic book? Yeah. Like, I read the entirety of, like, Fairy Tale. I read Fruits Basket, Oran High School Host Club. That's cool. I mean, I think I did the same thing when I was in school. I I read a lot of comic books, and I had subscriptions to comic books for that matter, and went to the library. So, yes, hey, libraries are a cool place to go. You'll find some some cool magazines. Uh, So when you were reading your your mangas, uh, was it exclusively from from the library, or did you go to comic book stores? Yeah, it was just from the library. From the library. And did you meet some people that were like-minded? You know, and and find your own group of people that were into the same things? I was actually recommended, like, someone actually recommended I join, like, the anime club because, like, they saw me reading, like, the mangas that I read. Yeah. Did you do that? Yeah, I joined my junior and senior year. Cool. And how did that make you feel? I thought it was really chill, like, a really fun way to, like, relax. You had a tribe. Just, like, escape. Yeah, you had a tribe. And do you still keep in touch with those folks? Yeah, like, I still see them, like, conventions and all that. Oh, so you still see them. Is the the Chicago area a very tight-knit cosplay community? Do you keep in touch with each other online and such? Yeah, like, we always, like, message each other, like, either via Facebook or Instagram. Oh. Well, cool. All right, so where do, where are you going with this cosplay? I noticed that you you have uh, tried to monetize it somewhat. Is that what you're looking to do? You want to be a, a, a cosplayer that, that does cosplay f- for conventions and gets invitations? Have you ever done that before? I never got invited to attend a con yet. Uh-huh. But then again, my following is not even, like, that big. Okay. We'll see what we can do to help you out on that. Everybody follow Misty Hearts Cosplay. Do it now. Go ahead. Hit pause. I'll wait. And we're back. <laughs> so, yeah, my Instagram's almost at 3,000. Hey, that's great. Yeah, like, it's not bad, but, like, I definitely know I can, like, grow more. Yeah. So where do you see yourself going with the cosplay? And you you started in 2015, and how many cons do you go to in a in a given year? It depends. Uh-huh. Like, there are some cons that I'd be like, hey, like, I really want to go to it again. Yeah. And other cons, I'm just like, eh, I'm not so sure about, like, going. <laughs> you have uh, some mixed experiences when you go to cons? Yeah, cons hit or miss okay okay and now dealing with the uh well let's go back to the the body image thing have you not uh besides uh him who shall not be named uh, uh have you had other people calling you names uh, and saying that you're you're too big to cosplay these things yeah mainly on social media though boo boo on them you're, yeah, uh, social media is, like, a place that people definitely use to, like, hide and, like, attack people. Well, boo on them. And, what? okay, you take take that experience and turn it around. What what are you doing with the people that that are doubting you and downing you and calling you names? Uh, are you interacting with them? I just read their them? comments and block them. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, don't even interact with them. Just uh, send them on their way. Go packing. That's it. Uh, beat rock. Uh, kick rocks. Get out. <laughs> yeah, it's like, if you're, like, 
just like there to like attack me, then why are you even like following my page? Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I'm I'm looking. I think you're fantastic. I'm looking at all your cosplays. I'm stalking your Facebook right now. And yes, I said stalking. <laughs> it's a very accurate word. <laughs> I'm an old man looking at a young girl with, in, in her costumes. All right, I said it. <laughs> no, I think you're fantastic. You put a lot of effort into your into your costuming, and, and it's most of it store bought. Or is it? Do you have a sewing machine that you sew some of your costumes together? I sew like what I can, but like I prefer to like buy my costumes mainly. Yeah, it's it's pretty because, cool like, to go I'm out impatient. and mix. Yeah, it's cool to go mix and match things. You go, oh, you know what? For that character, I need that kind of a skirt and that kind of a shirt. And if I wear this kind of a tie, I think that co- that character looks just fine. And I, I think you've put together many things. Oh, oh, look at you! I'm looking at at. Oh, that's cool. You have so many different uh, characters that I've I've seen before that I'm not familiar with. You know, how, how many different characters do you have in your arsenal past Misty? God, I don't know. It's too high of a number. <laughs> More than 10? More than 10. I can tell you that. <laughs> wow. Well, that's pretty cool. And do you attempt to to do different cosplays when you're going to different conventions and do you change clothes several times because i've seen that to where cosplayers will go to the bathroom and come out a totally different person yeah like i have done that like i would normally like change like if i like a group or a panel that i'm in oh you've done that before well when did that start i started doing panels like around Christmas 2016 and like I just enjoyed my first panel so I kept going with it. Wow, what kind of panels are you doing? I mainly do different like fan panels. Uh, fans of what? Like, so my favorite panel I do is actually my fairy tale panel. Okay, so now that you've, you've uh, learned about the fairy tale, you're teaching other people about it. And what's the response? Uh, do the kids come up and say, ooh, I didn't know that. Uh, wh- what's the response when you get off these panels? So the very pa- panel is normally like a huge hit because like that's an anime that a lot of people are like into. Okay. So like those who like go to it, like basically like we do like a Q&A like as the character. Yeah. That we are. And then I actually made a Kahoot that I would have like everyone play. What what's a Kahoot? It's like a quiz game, but like anyone can like do it, like on like their phone or like laptop or anything. Wow, that's very creative. <laughs> I like that Misty Hearts cosplay. <laughs> so uh, you did that first. You did that Q and A, or you're doing several Q and As. Uh, how many have you done so far? Let's see, like. I'm going into my fourth year hosting panels. Uh, I've hosted so many panels like over the past like few years. <laughs> that is great. And, and so people are responding to that. You're gaining some knowledge and then you're imparting that knowledge. I think the panels are great. I get to go to cons and a lot of times I get to DJ at the cons and, and you know, before the, the dancing part, uh, I, I get to see a lot of the of the q and a's and i I learned so much from them and you always go in cosplay is that right yeah like i always i always like cosplay cons that's great so what's uh what's on the horizon for for uh for misty hearts cosplay what what are you doing right now and i mean if you want to tell people uh, where to find you and and where you're working and uh, if you want to l- let them know about your day job, if not, move <laughs> along, move along. <laughs> so basically, the gist of my day job it's before and after school childcare. Oh, cool! That's pretty cool. So I look after the kids like every morning, like before they go to school, and then like after school. I'm sure that's very helpful to uh, to all the mamas and dads out there. <laughs> yeah, and the funny thing is, like, the school that I'm actually assigned to was where I went for grade school. 
Oh, that's, it all comes around full circle. Yep. <laughs> that's pretty neat. And do you like taking care of the kids? Yeah, like, I love the kids. Like, they are, like, some of the sweetest kids, like, I've ever, like, met. Wow. So do you plan on having children And yourself? they have, like, uh, I don't see myself having kids, but, like, <laughs> I just like working with, like, kids in general. Well, that's good. That's good. That could be something that, that will make a play in your future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So where do you see yourself uh, on the horizon as we as we round this out? Tell tell the people how to get a hold of you and, and what's coming up next for Misty Hearts Cosplay. So, like, my Facebook and my Instagram is just Misty Hearts Cosplay. Mm-hmm. I use TikTok. Okay. Like, it's a really, like, huge app for like, cosplayers out there. Yeah, I see a lot of fun TikToks coming down my feed. I know they get shared on Facebook and Instagram quite a bit, and, and I think they're pretty fun. Is that, is that something that you stay active on? Yeah, like after like after this, I'm actually going to be like making some TikToks myself. <laughs> ah, that's cool. <laughs> well, hopefully, I could find that, and and I look forward to seeing it. So, uh, well, tell uh, tell the people you're your main goal about about cosplaying and you know body positivity and and give the people uh, you know the hard line on on what what Misty Hearts cosplay is all about so mainly it's to like spread the message that cosplay is for everyone it doesn't matter like what like size gender like race or like it doesn't matter like who you are like if you want to cosplay anyone you go for it I like that. And you're going for it. Yep. And do you have a group of friends that you hang around with that go for it together? Have you ever done group cosplays? Yeah, I'm actually a part of like a few different like groups. Yeah. Do you do Pokemon and Fairy Tale and and that kind of cosplay or do you have other other group thing uh, adventures? I have like other group things that like I'm into. Yeah. So, like, I have done, like, a fairy tale group with a few of my friends. Whoa. And, like, we just did, like, Lucy Not Soon Happy. Well, well, say it again. So, like, we did a group of Lucy Not Soon Happy. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. All from the fairy tales, right? You're saying? Yep. Oh, well, that's cool. Well, you're getting together, and I, I did notice uh, on your on your Facebook you do have a a uh, a link tree that leads people to your uh, CAD Idol showcase and and your your store, and you have a, a place for PayPal if if people want to support you. And I, I, think- I have yeah, like I still need like delete like the CAD Idol showcase like. That was for a previous convention. Okay. So like okay. the thing, the thing wasn't like approved. So like I for I still have to take it down. No problem, no problem. But then they have the Amazon. Is that like a wish list for you? Yeah, it's like hey, like if you want, like help me, like get the stuff that I need. Like here's like the stuff I need. If you can like buy it, that'd be amazing. That's cool. See, I mean, it's nice. You know, if somebody has the means uh, to help you out, you put it out there. Uh, you know, maybe they could, may, maybe you could find somebody that could uh, invest in your cosplay endeavors. And, and if not, they have a you have a place for a coffee uh, to buy a coffee for you. Uh, throw a couple bucks at you, and uh, maybe that'll help you spread your message of of uh, of love and 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 uh, and inclusion in cosplay because cosplay is for everybody, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> any other yeah, messages like, you want to give the people so right now i am really pushing for like extra like help with preparing for Costacon, which is like this huge convention in like the dc area dc wow okay so, yeah like i really need help being able to like get like the flight like my badge get the hotel paid for like and like whatever i need for like different cosplays Yes, ma'am. Have you done a lot of cosplays yeah, like, out of state? 
mainly like in like the Midwestern states, but this is my first con outside the Midwest. Wow. That's a pretty big endeavor for a cosplayer, for anyone really, uh, to, t- to step out of your comfort. And I guess that one in D.C. is a pretty big cos- Comic-Con. Yeah, that's like the elitist of like cosplay. Like the elitist of like the cosplayers go to that convention. Fantastic. Well, I encourage everyone to to visit Misty Hearts Cosplay and you encourage people to send you messages and and uh you know, messages of positivity and and perhaps uh, uh if they're able to help you out, uh what do you want them to know? So if you're able to help out, like, and, like, donate, that'd be, like, amazing. Whether you use, like, coffee, PayPal, like, any of that is a massive blessing. Okay. I'm sorry. It's, like, like I barely, like, ask anyone for, like, any, like, financial help. Oh, everybody needs a little help sometimes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. uh, But you never know who's going to be listening and and possibly will look at, at what you're doing and find that to be a, a great endeavor. You know, other cosplayers are making money doing their thing. And you're putting a lot of effort into it, making people happy, uh, showing off your your skills. And I, I think that's worth something. If you could turn something that you love into uh, into a career or, or, or into a, a, a financial help, I think you, you should, <laughs> you know. Uh, you're, you're doing a job that, that not everybody can do. I don't, I, I can't cosplay the stuff that you do. I think you're fantastic. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Misty hearts cosplay. I think people know enough about you or know a little bit about you anyway. Hopefully they could find out more from you directly, uh, by searching up Misty hearts cosplay everywhere. Any last words for the people? Nothing I can think of, but, like, just keep supporting cosplayers. Like, don't, like, choose a cosplayer because of their, like, quote-unquote sex appeal, but choose someone that you feel is, like, truly, like, inspiring you, someone who, like, is supportive of other cosplayers, and just do what makes you happy. Well, there you have it, party people. Misty Hearts Cosplay. Uh, from humble beginnings to a star in the cosplay community. There, I said it. She's a star, I tell you. And promoting body positivity. Yes, you can do cosplay. Uh, you know, uh, how to have the body for a cosplayer. First, have a body. Second, be a cosplayer. That's it. Very simple. It does not matter how big or how small you are. You could be 100 pounds and play the Incredible Hulk. You could be 300 pounds and play uh, a smaller character. I don't know. Uh, uh, how about Harley Quinn? A lot of a lot of girls like to play that. And uh, you could be as big or as small as you want and play whatever character you like. I mean, I'm a big boy, and I have a, my, my Captain America shirt, and then I put my Batman on. Uh, sometimes I, I go for the joke. I lean into it, and I call myself Fat Man. Why not? Why not? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm positive that I have a body, so I guess I'm promoting body positivity. <laughs> and my, my weight fluctuates. Uh, you know, as active or as non-active as I can be. Uh, but, I, I, you know, just just love yourself, be healthy, and be happy. And uh, it looks like it looks like Misty has people that are around her that love her and care for her, and I appreciate that. I mean, I, I just met her, and I like her already. She's real cool by me. So look up Misty Hearts Cosplay on your Instagrams and your Facebooks and uh and and find that uh TikTok. Find the TikTok. She says she's going to be doing a TikTok probably right now as I'm talking since we just finished the podcast. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much Misty Hearts Cosplay for being on the program. What makes you famous? If you want to tell your story, yeah, I'm talking to you, pal. If you want to tell your story, I encourage you to give me a call 501-470-6386. Or email info at radiowhat.com. 
That's it for this edition of What Makes You Famous. It's Keys Dan, RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com. Peace. I'm out of here. Be on Radio What. Call 501-470-6386. Say your name, where you're from, and you're listening to what? The music you want is on RadioWhat.com. If you like what you hear, follow What Makes You Famous social media. Use the hashtag What Makes You Famous. Follow on Facebook at What Makes You Famous. Follow on Instagram at What Makes You Famous. Follow on Twitter at Makes Famous. And follow on YouTube at Keys Dan. Leave What Makes You Famous podcast a review and subscribe. Listen to What Makes You Famous podcast on Podbean, iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, and almost anywhere you find podcasts. Tell your story on my podcast, What Makes You Famous. Call 501-470-6386 and leave a message to set up a time. You can support What Makes You Famous using the PayPal link, paypal.me forward slash keys dan email info at radio what.com what makes you famous podcast is a production of keys dan enterprises incorporated at keys dan.com thank you for listening radio what the music you want with some great Great quotes trying to determine what's going on in the world by reading newspapers is like trying to tell the time by watching the second hand of a clock ben hecht the music you want RadioWhat.com. <laughs>